When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Do you have a group chat where you continuously talk about summer getaways but never actually go anywhere? With Priceline, you can save up to 60% on your favorite hotels and also get amazing deals on rental cars and flights. And you can do it all from your phone. So stop texting and start planning. It's time to get more out of your summer. And you know, when you save more, you can do more. More adventures with friends, more unbelievable views, more walks on the beach, more unforgettable moments. Priceline knows every trip is a big deal. So tell your friends you found a great deal on the Priceline app and take your plans out of the chat and onto the road. So remember, when you're ready to book your next trip, check out Priceline.com for the easiest way for you to get more out of your next summer getaway. You already know the fun of King's Island. Blue ice cream for lunch, catching your breath between screams on the beast. But this summer at King's Island, this is 50. Don't miss their 50th anniversary celebration all summer long with new shows, new food, and new fun. It's King's Island's biggest summer yet. And now through August 14th, King's Island is turning up the excitement with a daily 50 years of fun street party. It features dancers, music, and more commemorating the last 50 years. Make plans today at visitkingsisland.com. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Hello and welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I am your host, Larry Lease. Today we dive into the latest box office news and headlines from around the industry. 
But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex, for sponsoring this episode. As always, check them out today at Pondex.com. Use the promo code Larry21 to save yourself 10% off your purchase. And now for our main topic. Spider-Man No Way Home continues its box office reign. Spider-Man No Way Home spent its fourth weekend on top of the box office, bringing in $33 million. As of this episode, the sequel is now the eighth highest grossing global movie of all time, with more than $1.5 billion in ticket sales. Domestically, No Way Home is the sixth highest grossing movie of all time, setting its sights on fellow MCU movie Avengers Infinity War. Many box office analysts did not see Peter Parker's latest adventure topping over $30 million in its fourth weekend. Spider-Man No Way Home is without a doubt the highest grossing movie of the pandemic era. After nearly two years, the box office is starting to rebound, though, as to how long this will last is anyone's guess. Whatever the case may be, MCU fans have been coming back into theaters to see Tom Holland's Spider-Man, along with some help from unexpected places. Even though nearly everything was spoiled well before the movie hit theaters, Sony finally has the Marvel hit that they have been waiting decades for. Sing 2 was able to keep the second position this week with 11.9 million. The animated family sequel has earned over 190 million globally since debuting in theaters three weeks ago. debuted at number 3 after taking in 4.8 million. American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story, earned 2.4 million, which was more than enough to earn the fifth spot this weekend. The sports biography debuted at number 4 last weekend and fell 38% over the course of the week. The Matrix Resurrections has fallen out of the top 5, landing at number 6 after bringing in just 1.8 million. The highly anticipated sequel is currently also streaming on HBO Max and has earned 124.5 million in theaters. Spielberg's West Side Story fell to number 7 after bringing in 1.4 million. Ghostbusters Afterlife came in at number 8 this weekend with 1.1 million. The latest installment in the long-running Ghostbusters franchise has earned 191.1 million since debuting in theaters more than two months ago. Paul Thomas Anderson's Licorice Pizza took the ninth spot with 1 million. Anderson's latest has received praise from both critics and viewers, receiving numerous award nominations, including four from the Golden Globes alone. Finally, House of Gucci closed out the top ten with 623,000. As always, if you want to take a closer look at the box office numbers, you can go over to the numbers at the-numbers.com for more insight into the box office and we'll have a link in the description to their information and now our next topic sadly Bob Saget has passed away shocking and saddening news just came in as veteran comedian and actor Bob Saget has passed away according to TMZ Saget died on Sunday at the Ritz Carlton in Orlando in the midst of his latest comedy tour Sources say the Sheriff's Department and the Fire Department responded to the hotel around 4 p.m. after hotel security found Saget in his room. He was pronounced dead on the scene, 
but the circumstances of his passing are not yet clear. The comedian was 65 years old. Saget's current tour was supposedly to last through May. On Saturday, he performed for the final time in Jacksonville. The next morning on the same day, Saget would be found deceased hours later. He posted to Twitter thanking the fans in his opening act, Tim Wilkins. Saget has long said he preferred doing stand-up over acting, and for those mourning the loss, it comes to comes of small comfort to know he passed while he was happy. With a career in comedy dating back decades, Saget was known in the comedy scene for his raunchy and vulgar sense of humor, a far cry from the family-friendly characters he played on television. He was honored by many fellow comedians during the roast of Bob Saget on Comedy Central, which included the late Norm MacDonald and Saget's personal friend delivering a very memorable set. Just recently, Saget also honored fellow comedy legend Betty White. After sharing a funny memory he shared of White from many years ago, Saget added, quote, She always said the love of her life was her husband, who she lost in 1981. Well, if things, don't, if things work out by Betty's design in the afterlife, they are reunited. I don't know what happens when we die. But if Betty says you get to be with the love of your life, and I happily defer to Betty on this. Bob Saget is also very well known for his role as Danny Tanner in the classic sitcom Full House. He came back and reprised the role for all five seasons of the Netflix follow-up series Fuller House. When it comes to wholesome comedy, Saget also spent several years serving as the host of America's Funniest Home Videos, which basically was television's version of YouTube years before the internet came to be. Fans will also know him as the voice of the future Ted Mosby on the CBS sitcom How I Met Your Mother. Saget wrote a memoir, Dirty Daddy, which was released in 2014. While it's filled with many of his trademark naughty jokes, Saget also up opens up about scleroderma, the disease that took the life of his sister in 1993. Saget had been a strong supporter of apologies for butchering this disease but scleroderma research in honor of his sister, once directing the ABC film For Hope, which was inspired by his sister's life. Saget's other work as a director includes the cult classic comedy Dirty Work with Norm MacDonald and Artie Lang. The loss of, Bab Bab uh, excuse me. The loss of Bob Saget now means that the world is a lot less funny. Our condolences go out to his family, friends, and fans feeling the pain at this time. And as always, rest in peace, Bob Saget. And now, we're going to give you our review of the Book of Boba Fett, Episode 2. Chapter 2 of the Book of Boba Fett sees the bounty turned crime award face new, unexpected threats in Mos Espa. How long will the Book of Boba Fett keep up the flashbacks? Probably a while, judging by the slow progression of the plot in both the stories this week. The Tribes of Tatooine was directed by Steph Green and written by Jon Favreau. It has a double meaning. There's the bureaucracy and assassins Boba and Fennec face in Mos Espa as the new big crime lords in town, and then there are the Tusken Raiders who help Boba survive in the desert in the days after the stop pit. The former in this episode serves mostly as striking but classic visuals who point Boba in the direction of the next scene. He learns that there are new contenders for the throne, the Hutt twins, who conveniently arrive in town years after Jabba died. 
when their posturing leaves them at a stalemate, it's back to the past. The Tuscans train Boba to fight with their signature gaffy stick, and in turn he helps them jump a train full of spice. The Pike Syndicate is driving straight through Tuscan land. It's fun to see the alien prosthetics and designs on display, catch some Star Wars deep cuts, and watch Boba stand up for the Tuscans' ownership over their own land. However, overall, the inconsistent characterization for Fett and the lackluster, if ambitious, action scenes mean the show doesn't have the heart of the best Star Wars stories. Despite strong acting from a charismatic Tamara Morrison, Boba Fett's evolution from ruthless bounty hunter to benevolent crime lord feels unlike the character at times. At the very least, the cracks are definitely showing in his new role. Either his plan to rule with respect isn't really working, or the script in the present day scenes just isn't doing enough work. To Fett's credit, it's hard to start a new job. And I'm not sure a more cold-hearted Fett would have improved the story, despite that being his original reputation. Might have beefed up the action scenes, which would help set the show apart, but would it make his choices matter more? As is, we seem to be settling in for the longer haul in terms of consequences of Fett's relatively pacifist term. Refreshingly, the episode takes a more nuanced approach in its portrayal of the Tuscans. Boba argues that as a, so as a sovereign people, the Tuscans should get a toll for the passage of expensive cargo through their land, and the Spice Runners seem to agree once blasters are pointed at their heads. Now that the Tuscans know Boba better and he's proved himself, he also goes through a rite of passage. Of course, the Spirit Quest concept is nothing new. It's in Black Panther and it's portrayals of Native American life, whether these portrayals are more or less informed by real practices, but both the visuals and the information they present are very cool. The Tuscans note that not every group operates the same, Differ differentiate differentiating this hunter-gatherer group and the ones who captured and tortured Shmi Skywalker in Attack of the Clones. It also suggests the past where Tatooine had oceans and trees, making at least a gesture at ecological history in a planet that is often portrayed as the eternal desert. Boba carries a branch from the tree and his vision back to the Tuscans. <coughs> Who teach him to craft a gaffy stick weapon from it in a detailed and satisfying step-by-step -step montage. The vision also takes place takes a turn into the prequels with a very cool sequence leaking Boba's trauma in the Sarlacc pit with his life as a child, watching his father leave on a stormy night on Camino. Last week, the Tuscans seemed to have regressed. Where in Djarin's negotiations in the Mandalorian, they operated like a sovereign nation. The Book of Boba Fett treated them as more alien and inept. Excuse me. For most of this episode, too, they operate as accessories to Fett's skills. But by the end, however, the major questions that flesh out their culture have been answered. Now we know how they live, what their traditions are, who they believe themselves to be. Yes, it's the classic Western story of an outsider getting to know Native Americans, but at least it's more of a complete picture than a sketch now. The other major Western influence is, of course, the train robbery. The Mandalorian has so effectively turned Tatooine into the quote-unquote, western planet, that it's now difficult to remember it was originally more African-influenced, or representative of the modern American, based on George Lucas's childhood, 
But in the Disney era, it's really no surprise we get a train heist on the desert planet. The train scenes make for great visuals in this episode. The Xerist chrome zipping through the dune sea without tracks. The train doesn't really symbolize anything. Not longing for the horizon or a better life. Not any particular technological or economic development. Or at least not until Boba figures out it's carrying spice. The train robbery also reinforces last week's impression that the action scenes are just fine. With classic jumps and falls, not served particularly well by the camera cutting away or zooming out for contextual wide shots. The same is true for a thoroughly okay fight scene at Tashi Station, with theatrical swings and Boba hitting a guy in the privates. It's also odd that the train takedown is very similar to the Sandcrawler chase in The Mandalorian's second episode. With the Mandalorians charming Scrabble for victory now replaced by the roles of the inexperienced Tuskins. Speaking of inexperience, the scene in which Fett teaches the Tuskins to ride speeder bikes was also reminiscent of the Mandalorian's riding scene, albeit without as without as much charm. The awkward silen- silences aren't particularly funny, nor the competence that is the end result particularly moving, since the script doesn't detail the Tuskins as individuals. Humor in the beginning of the episode works a bit better, with Fennec deadpanning that the ninja assassins from last week are overpriced. You're paying for the name. I also like that Fennec's desire to rule by fear is taken quite literally here. Just the prospect of being eaten by the Rancor from Return of the Jedi makes the assassin talk. Even though Fennec knows the beast is dead, there's also a funny conversation between Boba and a desk clerk who has to check the mayor's schedule. However, the flashback structure means each episode feels more like two separate vignettes than a whole. Presumably, the Tuscans will appear to help Boba Fett at another critical moment, or his gaffy skills come in handy. But the abrupt endings keep leaving me with a weird feeling, like this is still a story looking for either a theme or a plot. Fennec, in particular, still feels like a job description more than a character. The setting is certainly pretty cool, though. And now, on to our pod deck segment, where we check out the pod decks app and look through the funny films deck, and we pull out a card, and that is what we're getting. So today's question is, what is your favorite comedy movie? Pretty sure I answered this in a previous episode, but hey. Favorites always change, even day to day for me. Um, for a comedy, I, it's kind of a tie. I would say one would be Deadpool. I guess I'll do, I'll do top five in no particular order. Deadpool, um, Airplane. Mars Attacks. If you want to call that comedy, I guess it is kind of somewhat. Um, two more. Airplane. And for final would be. Uh, let's see. Gosh, I can't think of another one. Um, ooh. Another comedy movie. I'm going to go with. The original Clue. That's that's five of my favorite comedies, in no particular order. 
hey, let us know in the comment section below what's your favorite comedy or top five favorite comedies. Um, and as always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And as always, if you want to support the show, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. Your support helps the channel grow. And through upgrading our equipment, finding new hosts, getting new shows, and your support helps that helps us do that. We're hoping to create a couple more shows by the end of the year, which luckily we just started in 2022, so we'll see what happens by the end of the year. And as always, we thank you for listening and watching. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, give us a thumbs up, and we'll see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show. Xavier University is tackling Ohio's nursing shortage by giving individuals with non-nursing bachelor's degrees an opportunity to accelerate into the profession. Whether you studied accounting, biology, marketing, or anything in between, our ABSN program can prepare you for nursing practice in as few as 16 months. So if nursing is your calling, now's the time to answer it. Enroll for one of three terms at our locations in Cincinnati, Cleveland, or Columbus. Search Xavier ABSN to apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.